What up, yo? It's Mark Shannon with the Fantasy Knockout Fantasy Football Show. Today is Saturday, January 25th. It's a great show for you today. We got the top defenses. We're going to go over the top 10 defenses, finishes for the 2019 season. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter and Facebook at Fantasy Knockout. Also on Instagram at Fantasy underscore Knockout. Uh, the website is fantasyknockout.com. <laughs> it's funny. Um, earlier today, we're we're out running errands and stuff, and and my son True is um, he's going through a, a not so great spurt with talking back and and dropping a little attitude back to his parents, and um, I I got a little revenge on him where I found it funny. Michelle was laughing. True didn't find it so funny, but uh, anyway, so. We're in the car and we park and we're going into this store. Um, True gets out a little bit earlier than everyone else, we're, and we're still kind of in the car. And he's walking up and he's standing at the the very front of the car where the hood's at, and he's just looking at me like, "Come on, Dad, would you hurry it up?" You know, give me one of those kind of looks. And I just lay on the horn, and it scares the crap out of him. <laughs> he jumped so high, he was so pissed. Oh, I had a good laugh. Oh man. Fun time with kids. Uh, so let's move on to the show real quick. How are you guys doing? We're going to be breaking down. We're going to break them on down. Some fantasy finishes over the next uh, couple shows. We're starting with defenses. Then we'll talk about receivers and running backs and quarterbacks and tight ends and all that stuff. Um, but first, let's get into the news. News with views. All right, to start it off, quarterback Philip Rivers of the Los Angeles Chargers. He uh, announced that he has moved to Florida to be closer with his family. Um, I believe his family's like in Alabama. Um, so there's a lot of hype right now going about Rivers moving, done with the Chargers, going to play for one of the Florida teams. You know, that's Miami, Jacksonville, or Tampa Bay. And right now, everybody's pegging him to be in Tampa Bay for his new team. We'll see. There's a lot of speculation here. We're not going to speculate until we actually have some factual news. So, uh, Next, m- middle linebacker Luke Keekley of the Carolina Panthers. I struggle with his name. Uh, he announced his retirement after having an amazing eight-year career there in Carolina. Um, you know, that's it's going to be interesting. You know, he said he's open to coaching. It's, no, it's another one of the players that just – in my opinion, they retire early because they're afraid of getting hits and concussions and stuff like that. And so the sport is slowly changing. Uh, the next is wide receiver Antonio Brown, who's the free agent. Uh, a warrant has uh, been issued for his to, for him to be arrested. Uh, this was issued last Tuesday for burglary and battery charges. Basically, this is the last we're going to talk about him. He's done. He's not playing in the NFL ever again. There's no way he gets off the uh, commissioner's exempt list and deals with the suspension and all that stuff. So last time we'll bring him up, he is finito. Uh, Next is quarterback Drew Brees of the New Orleans Saints. Um, He is set to become a free agent, uh, but he still wants to stay in New Orleans. Uh, His quote was, it's not a matter of if it gets done, but when. So that's good news for Saints fans. And then wide receiver Amari Cooper of the Dallas Cowboys. He said he wants to play for the Cowboys for a long time. Uh, He's set to be a free agent as well this year. And then the last one was quarterback Eli Manning of the New York Giants. Uh, He announced his retirement from the NFL after 16 seasons, won two Super Bowls, had a 
pretty good career. Fantasy wise, he was up and down, but uh, he was uh, he was a pretty good quarterback. I liked him a lot, especially since uh, when he got drafted. He said, "Screw you to the Chargers, and I don't want to play for you." I thought that was uh, an interesting take, and in my opinion, it worked out well for him. So, good job, Eli. Congratulations on a great uh, career, and uh, we'll see what happens coming forward. Maybe maybe him and his brother become uh, announcers in the booth or something like that. Who knows? Monday Monday nights with the Mannings. We'll see. All right, so let's uh, let's move on. Main event. All right, so we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna break on down the defensive finishes. We're gonna go over the top ten uh, fantasy finishes, and we're gonna talk about their total points, their averages, their how many times they finish as a top five during the week, how many times did they finish as a top ten. Uh, how many times did they bust? How many times were they bad for you? Um, what was their consistency rank? Um, you know, where were they drafted and what uh, average draft round position the, the ADP was? Was it a value? Or did you overpay for your defense? So we'll, we'll get all into that. So, number one, the New England Patriots. They finished with a total of 232 points. They averaged 14.5 points a game. They had eight top five finishes they had two top 10 so a total of 10 weeks they were a top 10 team they was dominant they only had three bad games and when i talk about a bad game that's five or less fantasy points scored um that's when it kind of hurts you and you didn't uh, they didn't turn in a decent score that week that's typically a bottom half of the league score their consistency rank was number one. They were the most consistent team over their stretch. Um, and the nice thing is they were the ninth-ranked defense uh, when when drafted. So their ADP, ADP was in the 13th round. I know I got them in one league where uh, I picked them up after week one. They weren't even drafted. So um, they were a fantastic defense. They helped a lot of people win championships the first half of the season. It was like a cheat code. They were just scoring so many points, more points than quarterbacks did. So it was like having two quarterbacks in a single quarterback league. Um, the second half, they were more normal. They came back down to earth, um, but they they were fantastic against bad teams, and they were not so good against good offenses. But so New England, they finish it with the number one uh, fantasy scored uh, defense. Number two. The Pittsburgh Steelers, they had a total of 182 points. So that's 50 points lower than the Patriots. The Steelers, they averaged 11.5 points. They had six top five finishes. That's 40%. uh, Three top 10 for 20%. And they had three bad games. Their consistency rank was number two. So they were very good as well. Um, You could depend on them week in and week out. They were ranked uh in the draft 14th uh when it came to draft season uh, and they were usually selected around the 16th round they helped they, they basically helped you win your week all season long they were super consistent so if you were smart enough to pick up the pittsburgh steelers uh i think it was about week three or four you just saw them they just went on a nice tear so pittsburgh was the number two defense number three the san francisco 49ers they finished with 163 points. They averaged 10.2 points. 
top five finishes with 33%. That was five of them. Uh, they had three top ten finishes at 20%. And then they had four bad games. So about a quarter of the season they had bad games that hurt you. Their consistency ranked was number three. Um, they were not ranked on the draft sheet. Uh, so they were past the number 15th spot. And basically nobody drafted them. So they were a waiver wire pickup. Hopefully you ran with them. Uh, basically after their bye week, they were a solid team. Um, I think their bye week was week four, if I can remember. Um, they let you down in the fantasy playoffs, though. They did not do so well come week 15, 14, 15, 16. But they were solid all season long during the regular fantasy season. Number four. The Baltimore Ravens scored 154 points. So right there, pretty close to the Niners. They averaged 9.6 points a week. They came in with four top five finishes with 26%, three top 10 finishes at 20%, but they had six bad games. That's 40% of the time they had bad games. Their consistency rank was eighth. That's not good. They were not drafted um, to be ranked, or they were not ranked to be drafted. And if they and if they were, they their ADP was the 11th round. So. They did not have a good first half of the season, but then they turned it on towards the second half. They figured things out and started playing better defense, but they were a boomer bust uh, defensive play this this uh, this past year. Um, I know they didn't do so well in the fantasy playoffs as well. I think they hurt you that championship week. Next, we got number five, the Kansas City Chiefs. They scored 146 total points. They averaged 9.1 points, uh, three top five finishes at 20%, four top 10 uh, finishes at 26%. But here's where it hurt, seven, seven bad games. That's 46%. So they're very similar to the Baltimore Ravens. Their consistency rank was number six. Uh, and then they were drafted in the 15th round. They weren't even ranked. They're very inconsistent during the season, but they had a solid fantasy playoffs they turned it on come week 14 15 and 16 so you were able to stream and play them they probably won you the the championship if you were able to pick them up if you didn't have the Steelers or the Patriots or anybody like that uh but yeah the the Chiefs they they finished fifth overall but their consistency rank was sixth. they were just up and down boom and bust weeks all season long number six the Los Angeles Rams, they came in with 146 points. They averaged 9.1 points. Uh, they had four top five finishes. They had three top ten finishes and three bad games. Their consistency rank was number seventh. Uh, they were drafted, the were ranked, their rank in the draft was fourth overall, and they usually were drafted around the ninth round. They were very consistent all season long. Not many weak winners, not many like monster games that they won people weeks, but uh, they didn't have many uh, bad games either. You know, they just had the three, and they weren't completely, uh, you know, zero dud games or anything like that. So the Rams came in at number six. Number seven, the Minnesota Vikings. They had a total points of 145. Their average was nine. Point zero points. They had four top five finishes, three top ten finishes, and five bad weeks at 33%. They were the number four 
consistency, uh, consistency's rank. They had, uh, they I believe they were ranked fifth when it was draft time, and they were usually selected around the tenth round. They so they were they were a good defense when it was a, a, a favorable matchup, and then they were excellent defensive for the, the fantasy playoffs. I believe they that was when they scored a lot of their top five and top ten weeks was in the fantasy playoffs. So the Vikings were very very consistent, were very solid all year long. Um, next we got number eight. The New Orleans Saints, their total points was 143. They averaged 8.9 points a week. They had three top five finishes. They only had one top ten finishes, and they had one or uh, five bad finishes at 33%. Their consistency rank was 10th. Uh, their draft rank was 6th, and they usually were selected in that 14th round. Um, the first half, they were very, very consistent. The second half, not so much. And they also hurt you in the fantasy playoffs. The Saints, they not bad, you know, coming at number eight. I'm sure they were streamable week to week here and there. But you weren't dependent on them uh, week in and week out. Next, we got number nine. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Their total points of 137. They averaged 8.6 points a week. They had three top five finishes. They had four top ten finishes. But they had six bad games. 40% of the time they had bad games. Not so good. Their consistency rank was 14th. They were not ranked for the draft. And basically they were not selected in the draft. They were undrafted. Uh, They were not consistent at all. Up and down from week to week. They were all over the place. But if you were able to stream them and, and hit on it, they turned in a solid week. I know towards the end of the season they had a lot of uh, pick sixes uh, or fumble recovers and stuff like that. They scored, I think, was it five touchdowns that I I remember in like the last seven games or something like that. So they had quite a bit of touchdowns, which helped them win a lot of weeks towards the end of the season. And that pushed them up to the ninth overall defense. But when you look at the consistency, because that's what really matters, that's what we're looking for as fantasy players. They were 14th. Number 10. The Buffalo Bills, they had a total point of 134. They averaged 8.5 points a week. They had two top five finishes. They had seven top ten finishes. They had five bad weeks. And their consistency rank was fifth. They were ranked third in the draft. They were usually selected in that 13th round. And when they were good, they were good. And when they were bad... It hurt. I mean, they were bad. They would score like one or zero points. But they were very consistent. They had nine of the the 15 weeks that they played. Nine of them were top ten. So that's pretty solid. You could rely on them when when it came. But when they they, they laid a stinker, they hurt. So the Bills, again, they come in at number ten. But they had that fifth overall consistency. And then I want to hit one other thing here is so the 2019 defensive rankings and finishes – Let's just talk the over the top ten draft, you know, ranks uh, for the draft when it was draft season. Uh, if you pull up the ESPN cheat sheet, they have like the top fifteen. So I'm going to talk about the top ten, and then I'm going to talk about where they finished based off of where they were selected. Because I'm an advocate, like a late round quarterback guy. I'm also having the same strategy with my tight ends and defenses. I say wait on all those. Do not take a defense early. 
Um, you know, wait for those last three rounds, preferably the last round, and just find somebody who has a good, good matchup come week one and and go from there because you usually will just pick up a team off of waivers like the Niners were. Or, like, for me, I got the New England Patriots off of waivers. So, without further ado, let's get right into it. The number one ranked team going into the 2019 season was the Chicago Bears. And they ended up 17th overall finish. So, if you had spent that high draft pick on them in the ninth or 10th round, they burned you. They did not help you at all. And you basically wasted value in the draft. The number two team was the Jacksonville Jaguars. They finished 19th. Okay, so same thing with the Bears. If you drafted them high, they burned you. They hurt you. Number three was the Buffalo Bills. We just talked about how consistent they were, but they finished 10th. So the Bills didn't quite hurt you as bad as the other two. Number four was the Los Angeles Rams. They were um, you know, ranked fourth overall. They finished six, which is not bad. About that right in the middle. Uh, the number five ranked team was the Minnesota Vikings. They finished seventh. And then number six was New Orleans. They finished eighth. So we kind of talked about them just previously in the show. Uh, the number seventh ranked team was the Philadelphia Eagles. They were 15th. They ended up 15th uh, towards the end of the season. So again, what's the common denominator here is Wait on defenses. It doesn't make sense to draft one high or take the number one ranked defense because uh, usually they don't repeat from year to year. The number eighth ranked defense was the Los Angeles Chargers. Want to take a guess of where they finished? Nope. Keep going lower. Yep. Keep going lower. The 27th overall defense. Yeah, not so good. The number eight ranked defense, they finished 27. Then the number nine ranked defense was the New England Patriots. We all know where they finished. They were the number one team this year. And the number 10 ranked defense was the Tennessee Titans. And they finished 12th. So, again, it sounds like a brokered record. I know, I know. But wait on defenses. Find somebody with a decent matchup week one, week two maybe. And... Just wait to pick one up off the waivers because there's just so much player movement from year to year. It's hard to predict. It's hard to really hone in that defensive skill because you just don't know what happens. And it takes a few weeks to kind of figure that out for the analysts. And once we have that third, fourth weekend, then we start getting those skills on predicting what defenses will be good and what defenses will be bad. And then you can go from there. So... That's going to wrap it up for today. The next show, we're going to talk about the wide receiver finishes, the wide outs. That's always a fun show. I want to say thank you for listening to the show. Make sure to subscribe. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave a rating and review. It really helps the show get some more recognition. Hashtag dominate your league. All right. Till next time. See ya. See ya.